in a world where blockbuster movies are made and enjoyed. Millions of people watch them, awards are won, careers are launched, cinematic works of greatness are produced each year, and these two knuckleheads haven't seen them. You're listening to The List We Missed, where we finally watch the movies that everyone else already has. Hi, AJ! Hey, Grunge Girl! <laughs> and guitar riff. <laughs> Edit in a guitar riff. Yeah, I still threw you off with this intro. <laughs> Worth it. And hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The List We Missed. Yeah! And I am super excited because this is a movie... <laughs> I have wanted to watch forever. Now, don't ask me why years ago I didn't watch it. Hey, Jackie. Yeah. If you wanted to watch it so badly, why didn't I you watch it? I don't know. I think for the longest time it wasn't available on streaming services. Uh, because when we first started the show and made like a big list, yeah. this was on my original list. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't streaming anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, ah, fuck it. Like, you know, we'll come around one day. I should probably not leave you in suspense if you didn't look at the thumbnail. We're watching True Lies from 1994. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was It was a good movie. Oh my God, it was so much fun. <laughs> so worth mentioning, uh... Wasn't on my list in any capacity. Also, first movie I've watched of Arnold Schwarzenegger, not in a Terminator role. Okay. <laughs> like, I know he's in other things. First movie I've seen him not in a Terminator role, so... Uh, oh, I've like, seen... I've seen quite a bit. No. I. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I lied. I have seen him in Predator. Okay. But, like, that's basically the same thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um... Yeah, I I knew a little bit about this movie. Okay, what did I, you know? I knew that he was like some sort of government CIA mm-hmm. spy kind of guy. Okay. And I knew there was a scene. I, I've seen the clip of Jamie Lee Curtis dancing in her underpants. Yeah, didn't know that. That's all I knew. Like, I knew that clip existed, and I knew he was like some kind of CIA maybe guy. I knew That's nothing it. about this movie going into it. I... Started to watch it, needed to call, pause it and call my father about something. Talked to him and said, okay, Dad, well, I'm going to go now. I have to watch True Lies for the podcast because we're recording on Monday. He goes, oh, yeah, that's the one where uh, he just keeps lying to his wife, right? And I'm like, I, I guess? I, I don't know. And he's like, you know, yeah, he keeps lying to his wife just like every other guy. And I'm like, holy shit, Dad! <laughs> Oh, confession time, Frank. What are you doing? <laughs> no, he was, he was being funny. But yeah, I uh, th- all I knew moving into it and like first watch, first watching the first two minutes and then that conversation with my dad, I was like, okay, so it's a dude who lies to his wife and he's a spy, I guess? That was all I had. I also knew that, so obviously Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie Lee Curtis. Not I obviously. Think, Didn't know Jamie Lee Curtis I was in this. I knew Tom Arnold was in it. Who's Tom I, Arnold? He was his like his wingman, the guy that was like in the always in the van. And oh yeah, okay. Well, so I freaked out because I was sitting there watching this movie, listening to his voice, watching how he talked, and I was like, I know who this guy is. I have no idea why. And I finally figured out when I was in the shower before my episode where off camera, off microphone, <laughs> I shared today that I. Uh, <laughs> Almost gassed myself in the shower because I farted, and I don't know why I need to feel why I feel the need to share this with you all, but I didn't. No, this is in. Anyway, uh, 
I realized that this the, that guy was in the uh, the mask with Jim Carrey. He was the he was the 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 friend of Jim Carrey at the bank. No, he wasn't. I'm pretty sure he was. If he's not, I'm gonna be really mad that I just shared the story think about he gassing is. Maybe myself. Maybe it is. Uh, let me look. the mask. Yeah, it's not Tom Arnold. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. No. I mean the guy. Damn it. The, the guy Richard Jenny. He kind of looks like Tom Arnold. Damn it! <laughs> I just, I could have sworn. I was freaking out trying to figure out who this guy was. Let me see. Let me look. Oh! I was so proud of myself. What would you know him from? Probably nothing. To the point where I forced it to work in the mask. No. Oh, whatever. Fine. Continue. Tell your story because I'm so upset with myself now. I don't, I don't remember what my story was. You were talking about him. And then I cut you off to talk about how smart I was in the bathroom. Yeah, I don't know what you would do. Well, never mind that. <laughs> Screw me up a fucking telephone pole. Whatever. Uh, fuck, whatever. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So, Tom Arnold is in this movie. I knew that. And I also knew Damn that Damn Elijah Dusku Damn it. Yeah. is in this movie. I knew she was like their kid. Okay. Now, Elijah Dusku Eliza... Not Elijah. Eliza Dusku. Who's that? Um, she in a horror movie, I'm sure. No. Well, yeah, but that's not <laughs> where I love her from. Um, she's like my serious girl crush. Like, have you seen the movie Bring It On? No. Okay, it's cool. Uh, you should watch Bring It On. It's fun. Kirsten Dunst is in it. Yes. And they're cheerleaders and they dance. Yes. Yeah, I know that about that. There movie. you go. But anyway, no, like she's my girl crush. Like seriously, like five minutes in a room and I'm allowed to. Like, I would touch some stuff. Like, she's super hot. I really like her. Okay. Um, so, she's in this movie, which I... I like, being sexist aside, like, objectifying her, <laughs> uh-huh. um, she's a very good actress. Okay. Aside from being, like, a piece of meat. Because we're not going <laughs> to objectify people. I'm sorry. I just, I have, I, I, you don't talk like this ever. So, this is, a, this is throwing me through a loop right now. Holy wow. Yeah. But anyway, I was excited that she was in it. I didn't know that Bill Paxton was going to be in this movie. And R.I.P. Bill Paxton, I love him so much. Game over, man. Right? Game over. Twister is like one of the greatest movies ever. Game over. I love Bill Paxton. I didn't know he was going to be in it. And when he turned out to be like sleazy, it was just so much fun. Um, yes, so... He pissed himself twice. Super awesome cast in this movie from, from start to finish. Very, very awesome cast. Um, this was a bananas movie. I loved what you texted me. About this movie when you're... Holy crap! Okay, let's talk about that for a minute, because I had no idea... Okay, first off, I was... I texted you, because I thought you had already seen it, and I don't know why I thought that. Because you had said you were going to watch one of the movies, and I just... In my brain, True Lies happened first. Sorry that I ruined it for you. You didn't ruin anything! I know, I just felt bad, because we try and make a point to not talk about the movies until we're sitting with a hot mic. I know, But anyway, I shot you a text as I'm watching this movie... And the text said something along the lines of, True Lies has gone from an action movie to a rom-com. And I'm not sure if I like it, but holy wow, is this a fun ride. Like, and then it went back to an action movie. I was so confused. I feel like that's... I feel like you need to watch more 
90s action movies. Clearly. Because that's kind of how they all are. Clearly. Well, not clearly because I didn't know <laughs> this, but like, but like that's, that's kind of like part of the reason why I love these 90s action movies because yes, you get two types there's in one. action, there's explosion, there's fun. And like, then there's like some, like there's always some sort of comedic sidekick, even if things aren't necessarily funny, there's always some comedic sidekick doing something funny. Like, it's just, there's... But th- there's nothing wrong with having a comedic sidekick in an action movie. My problem, not problem, praise, I don't even know, it, but the tone of the movie in its entirety was separated into three chunks. <laughs> it was straight action, straight action, and, and, and spy espionage, whatever, into rom-com, into my wife is cheating on me, I need to find out what's happening, like... Like, you could have taken this this idea and had it have been just a straight-up Arnold Schwarzenegger is a spy lying to his wife and then gets and she gets caught up in it and, and it still could have been a solid action movie. Or you could have gone the rom-com route where Arnold Schwarzenegger is a, is a spy and has to constantly lie to his wife and hilarity ensues. You could yeah. have done that. I and, agree. And, and instead they went with both... <laughs> It's, so it's the 90s. Fuck it. We're going to do it together. Fuck the 90s. Okay. I, just, I was so baffled that this is a movie that worked. Like, like any... Like, I feel like if I had... Uh, I feel like if I had watched this in the 90s, I wouldn't be questioning it that much. Clearly. Obviously. But, like, nowadays where just... You go into a movie and it's, like, it's one tone all the way through... I just, I was so bad. Like, you can have funny elements in an yeah. action movie. You can have serious moments in a comedy. <laughs> and then you have true lies. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, what? I love that 1994 audiences got to see Jamie Lee Curtis being a badass again. Because she was a badass in a lot of the 80s, in a lot of different movies. Well, she was the, like, the star child in... in Mike Myers or whatever, right? Like she, yeah, ni- that the I know Jamie Lee Curtis. Nineteen seventy eight's like the original John Carpenter's Halloween. Yes, she okay. was the Laurie Strode yeah. survival girl. Like, and she was in. She's been in a few Halloweens as Laurie Strode. The, the movie that I can point to where I'm like, I know that for a fact, one hundred percent is Jamie Lee Curtis is Freaky Friday, where she co-starred with Lindsay Lohan. Right. Like that's the only movie. Like, I know she's been in other things. I've seen her in other things. Like, she was in Knives Out. She was really great in Knives Out. Highly recommend. Go watch that. Go listen to that episode. Episode 2, I believe. So, yeah. But I I just... I, I, I didn't know she was in this movie. And when she was, I was interested. And then rom-com ensued. And she was hot. Like, in both versions where she was hot <laughs> and, and as a nerd or whatever. Like, I was... I, I, you, you were jiving? I was jiving. If I was my age now in 1994, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Get her. Get a piece of that. I mean, mean, she's married, so you couldn't have gotten a piece of that, but, you know. That's okay. If you I talked can, about this other chick. If I can, chick, yeah, if yeah, I can like, objectify Eliza, uh, Eliza Dushku, then you can objectify right. Jamie Lee. Actually, you're not objectifying. You're being very nice about it. I'm the dirtbag. Because oh, okay. I'm objectifying the one girl. And you're like, yeah, I'd hit it. Like, that's just, that's nice enough. Okay. Glad to know that I'm not a complete sleaze. Anyway. Yeah, no, I'll take that crown tonight. <laughs> just this one. Take that crown tonight. So, I'm just parodying all over the place right you now. You really are. You really are. So true lies. So true lies. One of my first notes. Because in the very beginning of the movie, 
there's like a big fight action gun shoot 'em up yeah. scene yeah. in a mall bathroom. Yeah. And so my first note Yeah, when it was still in the action in the first yeah. act, yeah. I said this gives a new meaning to blowing up the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. I mean, I'm laughing too, but... Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought... Lots of guns. Lots of just firing into crowds, which I always enjoy. Like, that's like the 90s action movie trope. Like a... Not a a machete gun. Wow, that's not a thing. (laughs) A gun that shoots machetes. A gun that shoots machetes. Badass. No, a machine gun... Uh, just firing it into the crowd yeah. and no one gets hit. Like, that's a beautiful, awesome trope. And they actually kind of poke fun at that. In one scene, Tom Arnold, who is not a small man, he's a little bit bigger, and he hides behind a telephone pole with clearly that was like, really funny. his belly sticking out that on was the really side funny. and his butt sticks out on the yeah. other. And after the guy gets done shooting and he runs away, and like, then, Tom Arnold like checks himself and like And then like his, kisses the telephone <laughs> yeah, pole, yeah. Like, oh, God. That was really funny. <laughs> they, they, they knew enough to make fun of themselves in this movie. Well, also, Arnold Schwarzenegger on a fucking horse riding after this guy. Go, I'm sorry, excuse me, excuse me, sorry. You know, can you please press the you know, top floor on the elevator? Yeah, he takes a horse into an elevator. Like, which was... Honestly, pretty badass. And like, while that was comedic, I was still engrossed in the action that it yes. didn't bother me at all. Like, like that was that's one of those elements where you can have comedy in serious moments. Like that was that was fun. It was a, it was fun. It was this, yeah. Start to finish, this movie was very fun. Very I really appreciated well all the practical effects. Like yeah, you really rode a motorcycle and drove and rode a horse into an elevator. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious. Like, could you get away with that today? Like, could you get away with, like, putting a horse in a glass elevator? <laughs> I feel like the answer is yes. But I feel like the question is actually, is it worth the effort? Yeah. And the effort is, no, we have CGI, which is what frustrates me about CGI so much. Yeah. So. You know, like, green you, screen rules everything you these days. put in a little bit more effort, then things will look so much better. Like, yeah. Especially, well, especially when you're working in the real world. And we just learned last night from our friend Chris, we're going to skip to the end. There's a scene where they have to stop the nuclear weapon. Yeah. And it's in a van driving across the bridge. So to stop them, they blow up the bridge. We found out last night that they actually, for realsies, blew up that bridge for the movie. Yep. It was going to be demolished anyway. And the movie's like, can we do it? And they were like, will you clean up after yourself? Yeah. We promise. They were like, okay, okay blow up a bridge. So they legitimately blew up a bridge for this movie. I was under the impression that it was a model bridge. Of course. And, and then, like, you know, they made up a fake bridge to be able to film the scenes or whatever. Like, yeah. I just, I, I, the fact that they actually had a bridge, pretty cool. It's like when you hear about, like, in The Matrix 2, where they, where they built that entire section of highway for the... Yeah, for the, stuff. for the the, the highway scene, yeah. yeah, like like that's that's the kind of stuff where I'm like, you know, man, I wish movies would go back to that more because I, I feel like every time I look at the screen, I just get just watching green. Yeah, like, I just uh, yeah. True lies though, did good stuff, did practical things, had a horse in an elevator. I don't know why I'm so obsessed about this horse in the elevator, but it was great because it was completely unexpected. <laughs> it really like, was. First of all. Why he gets on the horse to... Ch- the guy... the One of the bad guys, the terrorist, is running away. So this is... Gets so, on a motorcycle. So this is after they try to kill Arnold Schwarzenegger in the bathroom scene. Right. And then guy gets on a motorcycle and rides away. And Arnold Schwarzenegger chases, is chasing after him on foot, steals a cop's horse, and then chases after him. 
And then continues to chase after him, even after the guy drives into a hotel, through the hotel lobby. Mm -hmm. The guy, you know, gets into... He's chasing him everywhere, including, like, up the elevator. And then he almost tries to jump off the roof with the horse, because the guy on the motorcycle jumped off the roof. Which would have been so badass. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, shorter movie, but would have been so badass. (laughs) Like, that's just the kind of... Tomfoolery? That yeah, the 90s that's, a, was. I'm, that's that's perfect. That is the tomfoolery that a 90s action movie is. And honestly, after watching this movie, I a thousand percent recommend that you watch another Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Okay. Called The Last Action Hero. Okay. That literally makes fun of a ton of these kind of tropes. Okay. I remember. God, I I, I loved that. I remember getting that soundtrack. Like I loved that soundtrack. Like, a lot of ACDC, which I don't understand because I've never been, like, a huge ACDC fan. Yeah, but ACDC has some good stuff. They do have some good stuff. The last action Dirty hero deeds. actually came out before this. Don Dirty. Yeah. Dirty but, yeah, in The Last Action Hero, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a movie action hero. Uh-huh. And there's a kid that literally gets, like, a magic movie ticket and gets to, like, he goes into the movie with him. And then they're able to come out of the movie. And Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't understand how the real world works. Uh, because he's movie world where everybody's number is like 555, five, five, uh, 1234. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, when you shoot a gun in a car, it instantly blows up. Uh, so he doesn't understand when okay, you shoot Okay, that sounds a like a lot of fun. It is. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's a kid movie. But, like, it stars a younger kid who's, like, maybe, like, 12, 13 years old. It's a fish-out-of-water uh, story, yeah. though. Like, oh, it absolutely is. And, I'm like, okay yeah, he has to adapt, and then there's a bad guy that's the bad guy that's from the, the film in the movie realizes that he can come into the real world, and he's like, oh, well, shit, I can wreck shit here, and it's... Whole thing. Okay. Top shelf. Okay, okay. So, yeah. Watch, watch Liz, actually. Noted. I liked the girl fight with Tia Carrera from, mm. from Wayne's World. I always Is like that. Who that was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that was Wayne's girlfriend in Wayne's World. Really? Yeah, she kind of was everywhere in the in the early '90s to like mid '90s. Cause she was hot. Yeah, super hot. Okay. And then I feel like I don't see her in much anymore. Like I don't know what trajectory her life took. I don't know if she's doing stuff behind the scenes or it was just like fucking. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. But I always, I always like her when I see her in movies because she's she's fun to watch. I think she's a good. I mean, yeah, too. she is fun to watch. Um, I'm sorry, that was <laughs> <laughs> you're objectifying. <laughs> you're objectifying. My one note, the one thing, and this is going to be a ridiculous statement. The one thing that kind of took me out of it in this movie mm-hmm. was when they're talking about these priceless artifacts, and they're like destroying a priceless artifact. To get a nuclear bomb that was inside the artifact. How did that get in there? How did that get in there in the first place? What did I miss? Why? But anyway, but everything else I was on. That's that's what gets you. That's what got me. Not the horse in the elevator. Not the CIA stuff or whatever. That's amazing. How did they get it in there? They're sitting there talking about these priceless things that they dig up. And then, like, oh, let's just pull the side off of it. And when they pulled the side off of it, like, I was thinking, like, what's going to be in there? Or maybe they're putting something in there? Mm-hmm. Because that was my thought. And you're putting something in and then, like, smuggling it, it. And then you're sending it somewhere, you know. No, you're just... smuggling the weapons. No, it's already in there. Who the 
fuck put that in there? But that took me out a little bit. But then I was right back in. So <laughs> it's okay. Because then in the very next scene, the terrorist is trying to record like his manifesto and his That threat. was funny. That was funny. And then the battery dies in the camcorder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this movie was pretty funny. There was so much like to enjoy. I do have one complaint about this movie. And it's small, but I feel like it would have been a quote, like a a better, more powerful movie. You, we had our moment uh, where Jamie Lee Curtis, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, they uh, they they're the two in the relationship, their husband and wife, and Jamie Lee Curtis finds out that Arnold Schwarzenegger is a spy and all that good stuff, and they fight their way through to, and they stop the bomb and all that stuff, and then it turns out at the very end that. Their daughter was kidnapped, and they're in a building. Everything. I thought it was kind of lame that we didn't have both parents go save their daughter. Yeah, I thought it was kind of lame that Jamie Lee Curtis, after watching her her be a badass, a a a badass in the sense of like mistaken <laughs> badass, but like like well, she like, dropped the gun and shot people somehow. <laughs> so, but yeah, like, but at the same time. She never lacked courage. Right. So so my point being that she, she, I feel like it would have been a better ending had both of them gone to save the daughter. And if both of them then, where we get the ending bit where it's like, you know, it, what, what was the, what were their, their code names? Doris and Boris or whatever. And then they're both spies now. Like, I felt, I thought that would have been a better ending to me. Um, see, but then if it was both of them... We couldn't have a floating fighter jet in the air. <laughs> I feel like you could have figured out a way to make that work. If you already made a way to make it work the first time, I feel like you could have find a, found a way to get Jamie Lee Curtis in there, too. That part, maybe... Was hilarious. I was dying. When the dude <laughs> fell onto the missile, I just started screaming, Fire the missile! Fire the missile! There and then were, they did. There were some elements where I'm like... Did Hot Shots steal from this movie, or did this movie steal from Hot Shots? Who knows? Because they're like the scene when the guy like flies back off the plane, and he literally hits the wing, and it like goes between his legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, I think they did that in Hot Shots, <laughs> but I don't know what came first. Yeah, there was some, but yeah, like we just have this fl- hovering fighter jet, just chilling, super cool, just just super chilling, cool. and then like. The, the front of the, the glass... Or was the shattered. Glass, yeah, it was like the shield was shattered yeah. in the front. And the daughter's holding on to it. And I'm supposed to believe she is not being cut or lacerated well, at some by point, hanging on to At some that. point we saw she had her flannel in between her fingers and the glass. Oh, there you go. I forgot about the power of the flannel. I mean, flannels are pretty powerful. It is like, 1994. They, well, they're powerful in 2022. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, they make me feel powerful when I wear them. Yeah, well, I'm a grunge girl. I should know. Oh. Clearly not if you're questioning them from 1994. <laughs> Grunge girl. I'm just saying that there were some unbelievable things that happened in True Lies, but... Yeah, like a spy. <laughs> but... And then it's all of a sudden becoming a rom-com. Overall, it was so enjoyable. It was a fun movie. Like there Definitely were... rewatching. Yeah. Like, that's definitely putting it on when we're playing magic yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. that I, is I rewatchable. I agree. I agree with that completely. It was absolutely rewatchable. It's a party watch. Definitely, yeah. It's definitely a movie. Like, you you don't need to sit down and be like, I am watching this film. I will, but I don't need to. It's definitely a movie where you can just turn around and be like, oh, yeah, I remember this scene and laugh about it. Yeah. I Always like, turn around for Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. I feel like this is one where if, like, you're flipping through 
and you stumble upon it like on TBS. I'll stop. You'll stop doing yeah. it. And you'll I won't. I won't. Th- this is not like where every other one. I'm like, no. I'll continue to slip it if I have nothing. No, this one. If I see it, I will stop. You'll it. Stop. You're doing it. Watch yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. It was a fun, fun movie. So the last time we talked about a movie from 1994, what movie was that? Clear and Present Danger. Oh, that was such a good movie. When we got to this portion of the show, we actually focused on music because 1994 was Grunch a girl. banner year for music. Grunge girl. But now we have this moment to go back to 1994 and talk about the movies that were the best of the best. Long live the king. Lion King. Yeah. Number one. I know that one. Oh, wait, that was, that was number one? Number one movie. Disney! Was The Lion King. Number two, Forrest Gump. That was 94? 1994. I feel like we did this the last time, too. <laughs> no, we didn't talk about... The, we, we I talked about a couple movies that I had watched instead of Clear and Present Danger, but uh, we never went through... Okay. Uh, ...and listed, because I double-checked. Okay. Um, number th- Yeah, number two, Forrest Gump. Number three, True Lies. <laughs> number four, The Santa Claus. Sorry, I, my, my brain stalled on True Lies being number three. For it being number three behind Forrest Gump and, and Lion King, I, I, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Now, number four is The Santa Claus. That's the one with Tim Allen? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number five is The Flintstones, the live action one starring... John Goodman? John Goodman. Yeah. 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 Number six, Dumb and Dumber. I know you're not a fan of Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> I like stupid humor just as much as anybody else. But that is just dumb humor. Okay. Yeah, continue. Number seven, Clear and Present Danger. Hell yeah! Good. All right. 94. Number eight was Speed. You ever seen Speed? Uh, that's the the bus. That's yeah. not allowed to stop. I never actually watched it in its entirety. No. But I've seen chunks of it. I saw the scene where the dude stabs another dude with a screwdriver in the ear. Yeah. And I went, nope, not for me. Yeah. And I started- <laughs> Number nine is The Mask. Which we've already talked about. That does not star Tom Arnold. I didn't say it's star. I just said he was part of it. And not in it at all. I know. And I'm gonna now that if I do end up cutting that part, now this part's gonna be weird. Like ah, that's okay. They don't need to know. That's a private thing. That's you. That's a bestie thing. That'll be a bestie secret. I'll just say it again. I farted in the shower and almost gassed myself, guys. Or you can leave it in. Up <laughs> to you. Uh, and number ten is Pulp Fiction. Quentin Tarantino. It's like the oh yeah like yeah really yeah yeah yeah, made yeah his mark yeah yeah that with Samuel L. Jackson and uh, yeah Royale yeah. cheese yeah I okay so fun story about that movie I uh, mentioned to our mutual friend that I had never seen it and he told me in his way of saying things uh, you need to watch this or you're wrong okay <laughs> and uh, so I watched it. And I finished it, and I texted him, and I said, why did I waste my fucking time? Yeah. I didn't I'm, like it. I'm not a big fan of Pulp Fiction. The best thing to come out of that movie was the uh, was the uh, Mersalu song. Which was before that I was going to say, it didn't... Here's the thing about Quentin Tarantino. He is a fucking master at putting music to movies. Oh, yeah. And I he will bring that. back songs you have never fucking heard of mm-hmm. and make them amazing. Mm-hmm. He does that to me in every one of his movies. Yes. Um, I should... Doesn't matter like the movies. I should go back and rewatch. Now that I'm having like a 
more appreciation for Tarantino movies. I should go back and watch that one, but I always remember watching it and being like, what's the big fucking deal? Like, if I'm going to go back and watch a 90s Tarantino movie, mm-hmm. it's Reservoir Dogs all day. Okay? I have the poster. I have a I toy. Do, like, I love Reservoir I Dogs. I do remember watching Reservoir Dogs and actually being like, no, I like that movie. Wait, that was Tarantino? Yeah. So, like, that's how, that was my reaction to, to Reservoir Dogs. I, I have a Mr. Blonde poster. I have a Mr. Blonde action figure. Like, he's my favorite. I love him. What Mr. Pink? No. Why? No, because Mr. Blonde cuts off a dude's ear and yeah, douses but, him gasoline. Yeah, but, it's fun. But Mr. Pink is, is Steve Buscemi. Yeah, and Mr. Blonde is Michael Madsen. I don't know who that is. Oh, I do. <laughs> if he was in a room, would you call him a piece of meat? Oh, hell okay. yeah. Hell yeah. Come here, you bacon. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was our top ten. Now, again, I don't know why I wasn't watching this fucking movie. Instead... I was watching movies like... The Lion King? Yeah, I watched The Lion King. Hell yeah. I'm a little older now. Like, I'm 13. So, I mean, Lion King's cool. Actually, a lot of my friends in high school were, like, hardcore obsessed with Lion King. Listen, man, Lion King is is just a good movie. It's good. It's not my favorite, though. When we're talking Disney Renaissance, I'm never... Lion King is never the go-to for me. Have we ever talked about uh, your... We have. I don't remember what you said your favorite for Disney Renaissance was. It was Beauty and the Beast. Like, that was the uh, one that, like, yeah. wore out the tape. Yeah. Beauty, like, yeah. my mom and I, like, that was yeah. our jam. It's a good one. It is. I mean, I like them all. Like, I'm not going to poo-poo any of them. Mm-hmm. But, Lion, but Lion King's not, it's like, never not. my go-to. Like, if I'm going Disney Renaissance, it's, like, Beauty and the Beast first. Mm-hmm. Then it's Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Then I don't remember. Hercules is in there somewhere. Well, I've only seen it, like, twice. Well, once with me. And then, like, once randomly before. <laughs> you got to watch Huntback Notre Dame. In bits and pieces, I said. Like, that was one of the movies when I worked at Hollywood Video. During the day, we had to play yeah, Disney. Yeah, So it's like, I've seen that movie right. probably 500 times. But, but I've never watched that movie. Right. Because it was always just on the background no. at Hollywood Video. No. But yeah, I was watching Reality Bites, My Girl 2, Little Rascals, Ace Ventura, PCU was one of my favorites, The Crow, Interview with the Vampire... A ton of great movies came out in 1994. Literally seen none of them. <laughs> you know what I was watching in 1994? Beauty and the Beast, Lion <laughs> <laughs> Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. My parents always named my sister Ariel because I like the Little Mermaid so much. <laughs> That's adorable. So let's talk about 1994. Okay, let's talk about 1994. So I was three. You were three. Yeah. You were Grunge Girl. I was Grunge Girl. Yahoo! debuts Yahoo! it's email it's chat in its infancy amazon in 1994 as the bookstore it's basically just books yeah. buying and selling yeah. yeah that's all that it used to be yeah so those two things come to be there was <laughs> friends the show friends uh-huh. it debuts in 1994 holy crap really yeah there was a line of scented crayola crayons I remember them. But uh, a portion of them had to be discontinued because children were eating them because I... they smelled like edible items. So kids were eating the crayons. Did you eat crayons? You're giving me a look like you ate crayons. You ate crayons. I mean, I ate, cra- <laughs> I ate crayons before they smelled good, okay? <laughs> 
1994 was the year of Woodstock 94. They tried to do a 25th anniversary thing with Woodstock. Didn't it like not go over at all? Well, not at all. Because uh, when I looked up the stats on it today, like I remember watching on MTV. Mm-hmm. Because at that point in my life, not only did I was I grunge girl, yeah. I also loved Green Day. And Green Day was scheduled to play. And they were airing it on MTV. Do you have the time? They were playing on the last day. So the first day was fine, weather-wise. Yeah. second second day day, was not? It rained. Uh, Horribly. uh, And that's why Woodstock 94 is sometimes called Mudstock. And if you look up clips of Green Day from Woodstock 94, you see the members of Green Day get into a mud fight with the audience. Like, Like they're literally throwing mud at each other. In a fun way or in a bad way? I think it started fun, but I think it might have gotten shitty. I don't remember. But I know at one point it was fun because somebody just lobbed some mud. Anyway, it was gross. It was muddy the whole nine. Okay. Here's the problem with Woodstock that I found when I was looking it up for for the show just to have some frame of reference. They said they sold about 165,000 tickets for the show. Aren't there images of like two people in the middle of the field or something like that? No. No. The problem was they sold about 165,000 tickets. They estimate that about 350,000 showed up. <laughs> Part of the problem was they basically had like their designated concert area okay. and they put a chain link fence up. Okay. Probably a fairly tall one, but yeah. they just put a chain link fence up and they had some people at the doors, you know, at the entrances and yeah. exits guarding yeah. it. Because it was like supposed to be once you come in, you don't leave. You, don't until leave, yeah. you know, you can't bring in like outside food and alcohol and the whole nine. And it got so overrun that people were just swarming in pushing the gates over and just and it was just like there was no way for security to control the ins and outs and there's they yeah they estimate like probably Double what 350 they... yeah like it was absolute anarchy at one point there was a lot of bands that played they tried to bring some people back that played like again like this is supposed to be the 25th anniversary of woodstock yeah but i said it then and i'll say it now like like, a Woodstock 2 didn't need to happen. Like, it's okay that we have that one memorable concert. Mm-hmm. To try to repeat it is, it's just ridiculous. Like, when you think Woodstock, no one thinks, like, oh, like, Woodstock 94. No, Woodstock is Woodstock 69. Jimi Hendrix playing Star Spangled Banner. Like, that's Woodstock. Yeah, but, like, at the same time, like, I mean, for for people who weren't alive for, for original Woodstock, wouldn't you like to be a part of yeah, but the, you're the, never, the, the legacy that is Woodstock. You're never going to capture like that's like the what is it the lightning in a bottle thing. You're yeah. never going to capture it again, and you clearly didn't with what happened. Yeah, but you're never going to capture it again if you don't try. Yeah, but why do you need to try? Why not? I don't think that like I'm I'm, also I'm the same honestly, person. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. <laughs> I don't like I don't think every movie needs a fucking sequel. I mean, I agree with that. You know, it's like sometimes when the movie ends, like we just need to accept that it's over. Yeah, if they ever make an Iron Giant too, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Woodstock was 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 an interesting thing. This is the year of the McDonald's hot coffee lawsuit. Do you know about that? Yeah, that was ninety four. That was nineteen ninety four. I, I remember hearing about that when I was in like third grade. Like, did it happen again? Be, no, it's just because it became such a monumental case. Now, a lot of people think that it is a very frivolous, like, 
no shit, the coffee's hot. Because no, it was because, it's of, because the, the coffee of this. was was super hot. And, yeah, yeah, well, it's because of this that they had to have like the caution hot on the cup, and yeah. people are like, oh, no shit, it's hot. Like they think it's a frivolous lawsuit. But the 79-year-old woman... Who had, like, third-degree burns. Third-degree burns yeah. all over her lap. Yeah. And the fucked-up part is... So, she sued McDonald's yeah. for her medical expenses. Right. Of, like, $20,000. Yeah. And McDonald's said... F you, bitch. No. So, she's like... All right. Okay. We're going, we're going there. I don't know. I think yeah, she she just wants to break even. Yeah, and then she's Mc, just like, dude. And Ma, you, McDonald's is like, no, you, no, you can't have my quarter. Boiling hot coffee. Yeah. Which, yes, you want your coffee to be hot. Does it need to be third degree burn hot? Yeah. No, Shouldn't no. be. No one needs coffee that hot. Um. Yeah. She. So when I was looking it up, it said that the. So at first, I think they like awarded her like three million dollars. I think it was appealed. They ended up settling for an undisclosed amount. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I did see like one quote that's like her daughter said that like she basically got enough to have a live-in nurse for the rest of her life because she lived for like another 20 years on 20 that. years I think. I think she yeah, she she's she, 79, she, yeah. She died when she was 91. So okay, she so. lived for another excuse me, another 10 years. Yeah. Um, but the, in the interview with the daughter, she was like, between the lawsuit and the medical shit, like her quality of life was was not good. Yeah. So basically the lawsuit paid for a live-in nurse for her for the remainder of her life. Okay. Um, I'm really interested to watch. So there's a, a documentary called Hot Coffee. I've heard of this documentary. Which I didn't know existed. And it talks about like, you know, from start to finish, everything that happened with the lawsuit and the trial and the appeal and the whole nine. So I'm actually very interested to watch that. But, excuse me, I remember that I was one of those people in the beginning that was like, you're going to sue them because the coffee is too hot? Well, it's all about how you hear about it. Yeah, and because that's, I remember being younger and hearing like, oh, sure, hot coffee, you know, the same people that say like, don't use a toaster in the bathtub. You might get electrocuted. Not like, unless you, you want an English to, muffin. You have to put those warnings on things because some idiot has done something that forces you to put the warning right. on things. And I think that's what a lot of people at first were thinking about this. But yeah, when you dig into the fact that this whole lady had to get skin grafts yeah. because of the temperature of the coffee, they were saying it was like, I think like 160 degrees Fahrenheit. Like you shouldn't be serving coffee like you shouldn't be drinking anything at 160 degrees i mean to anyone i mean chicken needs to be at least 165 yes but that is not a liquid that's being passed to you I in just, a small cup. you said anything i'm just saying yeah, sure. i know i'm being a little shit <laughs> i'm gonna serve you at 165 degrees i don't know what that means <laughs> i don't want to find out i don't know what it means but it's a threat <laughs> it is a formal threat you got the finger wagon. I do. Going. I do. You have forced me to finger wag. I think that's everything. Oh, and we did talk about this in clear present danger, but obviously, again, in 1994, tragedy strikes when Nirvana frontman kills himself. Kills with the toaster eating an English muffin? No, with a shotgun. Oh. Yeah. Trying to shoot that English muffin. <laughs> Trying to shoot an English muffin in a toaster. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, this is the thing you're, for the night. You're hung up on the English muffin in the toaster. I just really want this joke to land. Yeah. It's never going to happen. I'm laughing, so I don't care. <laughs> so that is 1994, and that is our episode on True Lies. Great movie. Watch it. And I'm gonna, absolutely going to rewatch it, you know, yeah. like probably in the next month. Like It was just a fun... 
Jerry didn't watch it with me. I need to watch it with her. That's very true. So, okay, yeah, no, she would have fun with this as well. She walked in at the end of it. Yeah. And I explained very loosely what was happening, but you gotta watch the horse in the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> like there's, there's so much that happens before that. Yeah. There's so many more shenanigans before the end shenanigans mm-hmm. that you need to see the beginning, beginning and the middle shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. For the yeah. full you need to see You need to see Action Act 1 yeah. and then Comedy Act 2 yeah. to then appreciate Action Act 3. Full circle. Full circle. Full shenanigization. Full metal jacket. I don't like Stanley Kubrick. never seen it. Don't want to see it. I, don't, I, I, <laughs> I watched half of that movie yeah. and then went, no. Yeah, no, no, not for me. Not for me. Uh, but what is for you? Is our Facebook. And our Instagram. And our other social media. Just Facebook and Instagram. That's our social media. <laughs> But also on your favorite podcasting app. Where, That's also social media. Where you can rate us on any of them. Five stars. Or a comment. Or a like. Or a thumbs up. Yeah. Make sure, especially on our Facebook page, because that's where you're going to find all the fun little extras. All our little behind-the-scenes goodies and Easter eggs and inside jokes. Yeah. Generally, it's going to do with a YouTube video, and I'm going to put it up there before or after the episode you get there before i even get the opportunity to <laughs> like every time i'm always like oh i need to do that and then you're, you're already done it like <laughs> i try to be efficient i appreciate you because i mean i don't have to but yeah yeah do all those things yes. like like our stuff or you know tell us that you like our stuff whatever like get, 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 tell us what we're doing like i like talking to you guys i like having some fun so let's do the thing anything else you want to add jackie Bye. Bye.